You're listening to Spice Radio with Mankir and Adjula. Now, we're talking about how recently Safe Schools Coalition wrote an open letter to BC's health and education ministers demanding masks in school, ventilation, and much more. We are now speaking to Jennifer Hyten, a Burnaby Elementary School teacher and co-founder of Safe Schools Coalition BC. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. So for those who aren't familiar, please provide us some background on Safe Schools Coalition BC. So Safe Schools Coalition BC is a group of educators, parents, and grandparents who've come together to um, promote safer COVID safety measures in schools. Now, how are teachers and parents feeling about this school year? It's obviously another year with COVID. So what are some of the concerns? Well, some of the concerns are like for those who have been following the science, Um, that, number one, there's only been two COVID updates in the last five months, and they were only mainly about vaccinations, so that um, the general public is not aware of the growing science that is showing that these Omicron variants reinfect over and over. So having an Omicron infection or even infection from, like, Delta and before is not protective against these newer variants. And that, um, yeah, there's also studies that are now showing that each reinfection increases the risk of damage to organs. So it's not like a regular cold or flu where you recover and there isn't much damage to your body or any damage at all. It is, uh, COVID is, is evolving to still be a concern. Um, it's not evolving to be, you know, more benign. It's actually seeming to go the other way. Um, so that's some concerns. Uh, not everybody is feeling that way. We understand that some of the general public is hoping that things can be back to normal and that we can just move on and treat it like a colder flu, but the science is not showing that. Mm-hmm. Um, in Safe Schools Coalition, we all follow recent developments and scientists and read the papers very carefully. So, you know, we are aware, but we, we want to help the general public be aware. I know one of the concerns that I'm hearing from a lot of teachers and parents is the mask mandate, how that's an option. How are you folks feeling about that? We would prefer it if there was a universal masking protocol in schools. In fact, that has been proven over and over again in multiple studies that it reduces transmission in both schools and in the community. It Um, helps keep kids safer. It has better attendance in school from both staff and students. So kids can be with a regular teacher for longer and not have a rotating door of TOCs going through the classroom. They also, uh, the kids themselves won't be missing as much school and families won't have to take as much time off of work. It, it, a universal mask mandate helps keeping us open, keeping schools open and functioning well versus functioning kind of, but not as good as when you've got full staffing and full um, student attendance. Mm-hmm. And I know that another thing that has come up, especially since the start of the pandemic, is having remote options. Is that something that is available to parents? It's not as available as it was when we had the 2020-2021 school year, and that's because in 2020-2021, 
when we kind of first started reopening schools, there was a huge chunk of federal money that was given to districts, and so they were able to have some remote options given to parents. Since then, like last year and this coming year, that money has dried up. And so a lot of families are having to choose between um, DL, which is distributed learning. It's not nearly the same attention. as It's more like um, homeschooling type of, well, not even homeschooling. It's, it's more they're given assignments and expected to work on their own and just have a minimal check-in with a teacher. So the remote options that are being offered right now are not even close to what they can get in a classroom. So a lot of families are then being forced to choose, you know, I'd love to send my child into the classroom and and get a much more in-depth learning. However, if there's not enough safety measures, you know, if their child has got asthma or other sorts of medical conditions, or if the family has any type of medical conditions, they're having to choose between sending their child to school or their own health. And then there's people who are aware of the science, and even if they don't have any immunocompromising conditions, they are aware that even a mild illness from COVID can lead to long-term effects down the road. Um, and even if you were considered previously healthy with no precondition, pre-existing conditions, so there are those families, too, that don't want to catch COVID over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I know that one of the calls were for equitable remote options. And is that something that, you know, potentially we could see down the road? Or is it going to be challenging to have that? It's only going to happen if there's the funding put in to do it. And the BC government does have funding. They've got enough money to spend billions and billions on the site C down. They can divert some of that money it towards um, providing equitable remote options for families that need it. Uh, Public education is supposed to be a human right. It's something that all children in Canada are supposed to have access to. In fact, we pride ourselves on our public education system. Uh, That means that in a health crisis like this, you know, families that need it for whichever reason should be allowed to have equitable remote options. That means giving them a remote opportunity that would be as in-depth as in the classroom. And the other issue that was raised in this weather is, of course, calls for proper ventilation and HEPA filters. And we have heard that, you know, investments have been made in this area. It's being seen in more schools. But how is that particular area doing? Are we seeing, you know, more proper ventilation? The issue is, is that parents and staff are reporting that they haven't seen that many changes to their schools. So the government has not given an itemized, Um, report about where that $166 million that they're claiming to have spent in the last three years, that where that has gone. So a lot of of teachers and parents are are saying, like even the HEPA units in schools, we did an informal poll at Safe Schools Coalition, and 87% of staff and parents who responded said that they did not have HEPA in their schools. Um, 20% of those even tried to donate a HEPA filtration unit for their child's class and were told, no, they couldn't do it. In comparison, Ontario um, government actually has made sure that there's 110,000 
HEPA filtration units in classrooms. And some districts, like Toronto School Board, they've had a HEPA unit in every single classroom uh, last year. Okay, we don't have any district in BC that we're aware of that's got a HEPA unit in every single classroom. And since putting out this letter, have you gotten a response from the government? There has been no response. In fact, the only thing that was announced was yesterday there was a funding announcement, but it was for, um, you know, school meals, school supplies, and field trips. It was not anything related to making the classroom safer for kids. And Jennifer, you know, maybe there might be some parents, other teachers that are listening to this, and perhaps if they want to get involved, they want to have their voice heard, where can they go? How can they show their support? They could write the letter to their MLA. Uh, That would really help in terms of getting the government aware of how many people are concerned about this and want a safer um, place for their their children to go to school. I mean, people don't seem to to re- remember or realize that school happens 10 months of the year. Children are in these classrooms five days a week. It's not like going to a movie theater where you're just there for a couple of hours and you can choose whether you want to go or not or whether you want to stay home and watch the movie on Netflix or something. This is something that all children need to have access to and they need to... Um, They need it for their education. Like, it's something that's preparing them for the future. It's extremely stressful for families to have to choose and, and worry about their child going to school. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? I'd like to say that um, the $11.9 million that the federal government has given to BC for clean air in schools needs to be addressed in terms of there has been no announcement from the BC government how they're going to spend that money. There's been absolutely no accountability as far as the ventilation piece is uh, is concerned. So parents and staff really would like um, a detailed report on where this money is going and would like a, a more firm commitment to cleaner air in schools the way Ontario has done. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time. You take care. Thank you very much.